Hey guys, happy Friday. Today's day 47 of 100. I apologize if I sound really tired. I worked both jobs today and job number one twice. So I worked basically 10 hours today over a 12 hour period and my brain is just fried. So if I make no sense in this podcast tonight, I really do apologize. My body is just really, really tired. My brain's really tired. There's been a lot of drama today. Apparently, my podcast that I posted last night where I was getting ranty, ruffled a few feathers, and I was told that I should apologize for what I said. I'm not going to apologize for what I said. I stand by what I said, but I think I should have given some more context to that. So I guess today is going to be a bit of a continuation, but in not such a bitchy way. So growing up, My family did not have a lot of money. My parents divorced when I was eight years old, and I lived with my dad Um, about, I guess, a year-ish after they divorced. My stepmom and her two kids moved in. My stepmom was five foot, probably 105 pounds, soaking wet. So she was very, very thin. She was very fit, but she was very thin. And I was overweight as a kid. I mean, I've pretty much been overweight my entire life. And at nine years old, she put me on the SlimFast diet. Now, I didn't know why I had to drink these chocolate shakes, but my siblings, step and biological, could eat normal food. But I just did what I was told. And they didn't taste bad. I mean, it was chocolate, so of course I wanted it. But it never worked for me because I would drink that and then eat whatever was out and I was drinking soda and eating fast food and and the like. I think when I was in seventh grade, so probably around 12, my sister and I moved in with my mom. My mom was a single mom. She worked two to three jobs at a time and my mom was also an alcoholic. She... I don't like to talk bad about my mom because she passed away in 2005 and she's not here to like, I can't have conversations with her about things. She's not here to defend herself. But my mom was very lazy in terms of dinner and things like that. She would often get us fast food or heat up like chicken nuggets or taquitos or pizzas, like just stuff that just wasn't very healthy for us. Now, there were times, especially as I got older and she married my stepdad, that we ate healthier foods. But for the most part, I was taught from a very young age that fast food is acceptable dinner. And I was taught that soda is okay to have after school when you got home. But the thing is, is my refrigerator growing up in high school was always stocked with soda because my stepdad really liked soda, Pepsi to be particular. So we drink soda every day. Like I would drink two or three cans of soda a day. But you know, as a teenager, I'm an athlete. I'm playing soccer and softball. I'm not, I mean, it's not that like, I guess I was burning enough calories that you couldn't really tell that I was putting weight on. Now I did gain weight in high school after a knee injury, my freshman year, sophomore year, sophomore year. By the time I was 18 and I graduated high school, I was probably 160 pounds which is, for my height, considered overweight, but not obese. 
In 2005, when my mom passed away from leukemia, it was sudden. Uh, she had been in remission for a couple years. The leukemia came back, and she went into the hospital January 6th, and she died February 7th. So it was very, very quick. It was very sudden. She contracted a bladder infection, and it spread like wildfire, and she passed away. At that point in my life, I was dating this guy who was abusive, um, and I've talked about that before. I believe it was day 16 in my podcast where I, where I discussed him in particular and how what had happened to me was the catalyst of me gaining 100 pounds. So if you're interested in that, you can check that out. It's a very emotional episode. Have some tissues. And I just, I remember, you know, growing up, like, fast food was acceptable dinner, right? So he and I would go get fast food all the time. All the time. Like, Taco Bell one night, Wendy's the next night, McDonald's the next, like, Carl's Jr. It was, fast food has been a big part of my life. And even still... Fast food has played a factor. In these 47 days I've had fast food, I believe six times. What I did was is I actually went through my online bank and looked up all my card transactions since the beginning of this. And there's been six. I think six. Six. Maybe I'll have to go back and count again. But again, I'm really tired. It's almost 11 p.m. I've just... I grew up in a household where I wasn't taught good eating habits because my parents didn't have those good eating habits. My mom was overweight my entire life. She never played with us at the park. You know, she would come to my sporting events and she would always sit front row and she'd be the loudest person anyone growing up with me could tell you. She was the loudest parent on the bleachers or on the sidelines of the soccer field for sure. Not just yelling at me. She was one of the ones she yelled at all the other players too. But there's a lot that I learned from my mom that like, I wish, I wish I didn't. Because all of that contributed to me being 285 pounds in January of 2011. If it wasn't for my sister getting married that year, Who knows what would have happened? I mean, granted, I got engaged a month after her wedding, but, you know, like, that was a big catalyst for me. And I lost a decent amount, like 35 pounds that year. And then I lost another 50-ish the following year. Maybe 40, 40-ish the following year for my wedding. But maybe, you know, she didn't get engaged. And then I didn't lose that initial 35 pounds. Like, there's so many, you know... So many things that make up our life. Choices, right? We all have choices. My podcast last night was not intended to offend anybody, but apparently it did. And I invite those people to talk to me, discuss it with me. And if they have things that they need to get off their chest, like if they're frustrated with what I said, I am more than happy. My DMs, my phone is always open. Sweating until happy on Instagram with some underscores thrown in after every word, including, including after happy. You are more than welcome to DM me and we can have a grown up discussion about this. The thing that I don't like is the people who chose to gossip about me behind my back. Instagram is a place where I feel safe. 
where I can share my journey without the fear of getting judged. And today I felt very judged. And today I felt like I should completely shut down my podcast and shut down my Instagram and stop sharing my journey because these are people who I considered friends and these are people who I considered close to. Close to. So with the separation that happened in November, I secluded myself. Like, even people now, when I tell them that Matt and I are divorced, they're like, what? When did this happen? And it's because I never made my, you know, never made my business public knowledge. And that's totally fine. It's my right. But in September when the separation, or November when the separation happened, I secluded myself for about five months and I fell into a really, really dark depression. I kind of slowly started to come out of it end of April, early May. Mother's Day was really hard for me because it was the first time I had gone to my mom's grave by myself. The Friday before Mother's Day, I think, is when we decided to take like our marriage status off Facebook and put it to single. But I started to really feel like there was a light at the end of the tunnel back in May. And then in June, I signed up with Beachbody with my amazing coach, Morgan. And then in July, Morning Meltdown 100 started. Here I am 47 days later, still going strong. I make the choice every morning to get up and do my workout. Like tomorrow morning, I get to sleep in, guys. I get to sleep in until 7.30 and I'm so excited. But I'm going to get up, walk B, get ready for the gym, and I'm going to go to Zumba from 9 to 10. And then I'll come home and do my beach body workout because that is my priority right now. And I get that my life is a little bit more simple because I don't have the responsibility of raising children. But I have other things going on too. I fight daily battles in my head about whether or not this is worth it, whether or not I'm worth it, whether or not I'm ever going to reach that fucking 100 pound loss mark. Like I'm 27 pounds away, guys. That's crazy. And the thing is, is I've been closer. I was eight pounds away when I gave up in 2014. Eight freaking pounds. And I'm not giving up this time. And that's what I was trying to portray yesterday that, you know what, when you let go of one excuse after the other, you realize that you can do this. Whether that's a 30 minute walk around your neighborhood at night Or waking up 30 minutes earlier in the morning to get a morning workout done. Like, we all have the choice. We all have the decision-making process of deciding what we want to do with our 24 hours in the day. But like I said, I'm not going to apologize for what I said. I'm not going to apologize for voicing my opinion. It was ranty. It was bitchy. People may feel called out by it. So be it. For someone to say that because I don't have children, I don't have the right to talk about people who have children. I can't have children without medical intervention. My desire to have children goes back a really long time. And the decision was made for me. Well... I made the decision, but the decision was made for me for medical purposes to end my chances of fertility. So for someone to like attack that part of my, of my life, 
about like childbearing and having kids is really, really hard for me because I've never wanted anything more in my life than to be a mom. I think that's why I find so much joy in being a nanny and working at the gym and getting to be around kids literally all day long. Just because I put myself out there on a podcast doesn't mean it's okay for people to talk about me behind my back. If you have something to say about something that I have said on this podcast or something that I post about on my Instagram or anything you see, hear, whatever about me, come to me about it. This is not high school. We are all grown adults. Gossip is is very disrespectful in my opinion. I let this affect my mood pretty much all day today. And now it's 11 p.m. I'm about to go to sleep. I'm about to get a good night of sleep. And today's day, tomorrow's day 48. Start back over again, 7.30 a.m. tomorrow with my routine. And you know what? It feels good. It feels good to get these thoughts and feelings out. It feels good to share a little bit more of my story of growing up. Because I came from this household that cultivated my obesity. There was a catalyst in my life where I was a victim of sexual assault. And that cat that catalyst catapulted my weight. I gained 100 pounds after my assault. And the thing is, is that the highest I ever saw on a scale was 285. But I'm pretty sure I was actually in the 300s at some point. But I wasn't going to a doctor. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't checking my weight. I wasn't seeing a trainer, nothing. I did that to myself. I chose to eat the food. I chose to drink the soda. I chose to drink the alcohol. I chose to be lazy, to come home from work after working anywhere from, you know, five, six, eight hours a day and just being a lazy couch potato. Granted, some of that in my early 20s was my hypothyroidism that was undiagnosed at the time of like just the need for a nap and the the, the desire to be lazy. But I still suffer with that now. PCOS, hypothyroidism, being insulin resistant, those are three autoimmune disorders that I deal with every single day. Not to mention I'm a cancer survivor. So I have other side effects from chemotherapy and radiation that affect me on the daily Just because I don't come on here and be a Debbie Downer and post about it doesn't mean I'm not going through things as well. My intention last night was not to piss anybody off. It is what it is. We all have our own opinions and bias and sometimes we hear something and we're like, damn, that makes us think. Like, Shout out to my girl Tasha who went out last night and bought a wagon so she can walk with her kids around the block at night after dinner and her kids are having a blast and she's getting steps in and that's her way of exercising. So shout out to my girl Tasha for taking my podcast for what I intended it to be and lighting a fire underneath herself and doing something healthy about it. We all have control over how we react to things as well. I'm not perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. I make mistakes. I have days where I let my excuses get the best of me. 
But you know what? I show up every fucking day and I put the work in. Because even on the days when I don't think I am, I'm worth it. It's taken me a really long time to finally believe that when I say that out loud. I'm going to end this here, guys. I hope you did something today that your future self will thank you for. I'll be back tomorrow for day 48. Good night, y'all.